everyone. Welcome to Cheers to You, a toast to all things travel, where we chat about everything from staycations to vacations. Thank you for tuning in and listening to my small business series, where we showcase a small business and chat about the joy of traveling. While I will always be your mouse expert for all Disney destinations, I can now assist and help you plan magic worldwide alongside the curated travel collection. In this episode, we are going to be chatting with Brian Franks, who is not only an ears expert himself, but can also help you find your dream home with Ann Hoke and Associates. Hey there, Brian. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Not too bad. Things good, going good. smooth. Good. Glad to hear. Um, so I, uh, it's kind of nice to be on the other side of things. I've been on <laughs> uh, your podcast several times and it's always been so fun. So glad to hear yeah. have you here uh, today. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for my listeners? Well, as you said, I'm a mouse expert with ears as well. Um, So that's how you and I got connected. Um, I have a teaching background, which shocks a lot of people. Um, Decided I didn't want to teach, started running a childcare center. And then after that, I got into ears and uh, real estate. And those are my two big passions right now. And it takes up pretty much all my time and focus, which is, is good because they're really selfless businesses to be in. Yeah, absolutely. I actually forgot you were in childcare um, prior to doing the real estate. So 19 Um, years. Wow. 19 years. So you're just, you were kind of just ready to kind of make that switch over into real estate or did you always have a passion for, for that industry as well? Or I did, I got into the the flipping shows. Um, That was really big into those and always wanted to do one myself. Um, And then I just kind of I love the kids. I loved the business, but the roles of running a childcare center just really started to get out of control and in, in my eyes anyway. And I topped out where I was going to be able to go. I wasn't going to be able to go any further. And so I just figured it's time to move on and do something different. It's time to take care of myself and explore something new and see what I can learn. So that's how I got into real estate. Nice. Good for you. So how long have you been doing um, real estate? So I've had my license for almost seven years now, but this is really my first full-time year doing it. Okay. So how do you find that to be rewarding or, um, you know, as mouse experts, we know that we know the reward behind it is helping um, families plan their, their dream vacation and whatnot. So what satisfaction does being in real estate um, have for you? So yeah, with ears, we get to see the pictures on Facebook and Instagram and things like that of them and their trips um, you know, meeting their favorite characters, riding their favorite rides, things like that. But with real estate, it's really the process going up to it, um, helping them get into their first home, helping them build up their credit, finding their forever home, whatever the situation is. I mean, there's every story is different. And so it's really just rewarding to kind of sit back and just kind of watch the process play out. It's extremely frustrating at times, but it's very rewarding as well. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, I actually kind of got this idea of the whole small business um, from you because you were kind of doing that on your Facebook page um, at one point with your with your real estate business where you're kind of um, networking with other small businesses. So I thought that was super cool. Yeah, we do. We um, we highlight a a local small business every Friday. And just, we go out to their business, we shoot a 15 minute video or, of, or maybe longer sometimes, depending on what it is, of what their business is, what their why is, why they do it. Um, and then just trying to help them gain customers in return. Um, we know they're going to send people our way as well. Right, right. 
Um, so what do you, what would you say has been one of the most rewarding times for you since you started, uh, with real estate? Um, there's been a couple and one of them is this lady was working really, really hard to build up her credit and she just never thought she would be able to afford anything. And the, the pricing in Nashville and the Nashville area is just really skyrocketed lately. And so I was able to finally help her be able to move into her first home and she was well into her fifties. Um, so that was really rewarding. And then I also just got an um, soon to be newlywed couple get into their first home as well. So that one was pretty nice to see. Nice. Nice. So what advice would you have for somebody like myself? So I'm currently renting and I've been renting for four years now. Um, what advice would you have for somebody who, with it being such a seller's market right now, what advice would you have for somebody that's looking to buy? Like what would be the kind of the process or what this, what steps should, should I be taking if I'm looking to buy a house right now? Like where, where would I kind of start and like go, go forward with that? Um, the first step is always to find a, we prefer using local people, um, but find a, a lender that you can interview, uh, ask questions, figure out if it's something you can even do, um, figure out what your monthly payment are, you know, would be because a lot of times they'll approve you for like, say $400,000 and then they'll show you that monthly payment and you're like, that's $500 more than what I pay a month. I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, figure out what it is that you can afford and make sure you're comfortable with that number. Um, and then the next step is just kind of start researching interview agents. Um, we always say save up as much cash as possible as much as, you know, as best you can, because you're going to have things like home inspections, um, termite inspections, uh, an appraisal, little fees that pop up that you you may not be aware of. And then just to move in and buy your curtains, your furniture and things like that, that stuff kind of gets pricey too. So just really start off with a local lender and just kind of make sure you can, it's something you can even do. Right. Right now the interest rates are really good. So it's the perfect time to buy. Although with inventory low, sometimes you do have to pay a little bit more than you want to. Right. But the, the value is going to be there later on. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing is there's just so many homes going for that above asking price. So, which I guess is fantastic for you, but maybe for myself right now, I mean, it is, but it's just, there's so many buyers out there that honestly, as a listing agent, sometimes it gets a little frustrating because you have 10 offers that you have to sort through. Every single one of them is just so close. And there's like one or two things wording wise that can cost your client thousands of dollars, but you have to go through it with a fine tooth comb, picking out the differences. And so it's very, very time consuming, but it's, it's worth it. Right. Right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so any exciting news you would like to share about your, your real estate business or um, any events or promotions going on? Well, not so much. I mean, we have the opportunity to um, help a lot of people out with uh, the biggest thing now is to get a cash offer for your house. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the opportunity to do that. Uh, we have the opportunity for you to go ahead and sell your house now, but then continue to rent it for a few months until you find that perfect property for you. Um, we have a program where, um, if you are currently renting, um, you just moved to the Nashville area, you're working on your credit score or something like that. We have the opportunity for you to go ahead and purchase a house, lease it from us, well, from a company, and then within five years, purchase that house outright. So this company will buy the house that you want. You basically rent it from them until you're able to buy, and then you buy it from them. And if any time in that five years that you don't want that house anymore, 
you just walk away from it and that, that uh, company keeps it and just rents it out to somebody else. Wow. That's awesome. Um, yeah. There, there's lots Gosh. of things that we've done over this whole pandemic situation where we've completely transformed our business. Um, oh. we're, we're basically a service business and a service industry where we take care of people because we know they're going to take care of us. So we've just done as much as we can to make sure we're able to help them when they're ready. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, that's very true. Like through the pandemic, who would have thought, I mean, and thank goodness for you that the market just kind of just thrived, you know, and I guess it was maybe because so many people now, like, where do you spend most of your time? You're at home, right? You're working from home. Your kids are going to school at home. So it's just like, it's become this, you know, even more important place that you have to kind of love um, where you're at. So yeah, we have seen a change in what people look for in their homes, um, swimming pools, which nobody used to want a swimming pool. Everybody wants swimming pools. Now what they did during the summer. Now everybody wants a home office or a home gym, or they call them a flex room. Um, so it's, it's completely changed, uh, internet access, uh, high speed internet has been very popular now, which used to not be such a big thing. People were like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Now everybody needs it. Uh, so it's, it's funny to see how things have changed and the industry has skyrocketed over the last year, which is so funny with everybody staying, uh, you know, a lot of people not working or being laid off or just not sure what's going on. I had the best year business-wise that I've ever had. That's awesome. So, Congratulations. Thank you. A lot Very of agents cool. got scared and, and shut down business and we just kept trucking. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's definitely something that has always been like on my list of things to try, to be honest, is, is to do real estate. Um, when I was buying my, my first house, it was just, um, I loved the process, you know, I yeah. loved, you know, thinking that, oh, that's so cool. The realtor, you know, is picking us up. She's taking us from house to house. And it just looked like it would be something fun, you know, especially yeah. if you enjoy people and, you know, getting to know other people and that social aspect too. Um, like you said, you just meet people who are from all different walks of life and looking mm-hmm. for different things. And um, so, yeah, it has to be yeah. very, very rewarding. So that's cool. Yeah. I got a little bit of ADHD in me. And so seeing, seeing different houses, going different places just about every day, um, meeting new people, it fits right in with what I want to do. Um, people ask me, do I enjoy doing the footwork of going and looking at houses and things like that? I love doing that. I hate writing the contracts. Yeah. Uh, That's the part (laughs) you get paid for, but I like going and looking at the houses. It's every house is different. The way they decorate it, the way they build them, the, the drive, um, the scenery, it's just everything about it. I'm just kind of like, I really like this, but when I get to write in the contract, I'm like, Oh, I hate this part. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. Kind of like the whole itinerary thing, right? Like with with planning, it's just like the the fun part of talking to the client and getting to know what they want, what they're looking for, what's going to make their perfect trip. And you take care of all like the, the details. And then when you go to put it down, you're like, Oh, it can kind of yep. seem daunting and then just yeah. kind of like, <laughs> I guess yep. you just have to take the good with the bad, but <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just so thankful. We don't have to write that whole 60 page itinerary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we just fill in the blanks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Alrighty. So, um, anything else you'd like to share about real estate before we kind of move on to the, the travel side of things? 
No, um, I honestly think there's a lot of crossover between my travel industry business and um, my real estate business. So it gives me opportunity to really just focus on what I do best as a person and be able to promote that into two different areas. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I was, I, I was, I was thinking about that too, like with, um, you know, with networking and trying to reach out to, um, or like local real estate agents possibly. And maybe this is something just to ask you, like, have you ever thought with yours, like almost kind of like a welcome to the neighborhood, like, um, not really promoting your business. Cause I, I, maybe you're probably not allowed to do that. Like I know with teaching it, I can't like go into my, you know, a parent conference and be like, Hey, I plan Disney, mm-hmm. <laughs> I plan Disney vacations. But do you, would you ever see a tie-in where it could maybe tie into, um, like if someone approached you like that, like if you were just doing real estate, like, um, you know, you could, you could kind of tie in your, your travel with like a welcome to, you know, the neighborhood, I'm the local travel, you know, advisor kind of thing or. um, Yeah. So it's, it's kind of funny. Like I do throw it in a lot with my clients because somehow it always comes up. mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's because I've got the little um, uh, Peter Pan do to do, you know, thing on my phone as my ringtone or not my ringtone, but my uh, messenger alert. Uh-huh. And it seems to always go off when I'm showing a house. And I know I should be professional and turn it off, but I'm like, <laughs> that, that's kind of my like eye catcher where everybody's like, what was that noise? And then I, you know, entered, I was like, oh, it's my travel business or whatever. Um, and so we get to talking about it. But then too, all the real estate agents around here know me as a travel guy. Mm-hmm. And nice. so some of these big time real estate agents take about 10 to $15,000 vacation. Yeah. So I, I've started really like, I don't want to like solicit myself too much, but with them, I'm kind of starting to get used to doing it and saying, yeah, I can book that trip for you. And mm-hmm. I just had somebody ask me about St. Lucia um, and she nice. sent me quotes that she got from some other travel agent. She said, I'd much rather give it to you. It's $11,000 booking. Um, and then, you know, there's some others that are kind of that way. I've got a client of mine that actually is wanting to go to Yellowstone this year uh, sometime oh. in July. So I'm, I'm working on that one. Um, and that same client also wants to go to um, Spain to go visit some family, go to Portugal to visit some family. And they say, well, if you can book our stay, we can get there. And I was like, I, yeah, well, we got that. Perfect. Yeah, um, good. And, and I know how much they have in their bank account because we're waiting to buy them a house. And so... <laughs> You know, I don't want to, I don't want to use that, but I, I was like, you can, you can afford this. Don't tell me you, you can't can, like weed out so, the people, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Good, so, good. No, good, good. Not, not that I would use that to my advantage, no. but it's just kind of like, you know, sometimes when you're working with a client, you're like, oh, I just don't know if they want to, if they can afford this. I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. really push too much because money's money for everybody's, you know, not just flowing. And some people have to watch a little more than others. So I I do take that into consideration. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm glad it's been a a productive year for you in the, in the real estate uh, arena for sure, because you know, it's travel's not been that way. Uh, it has not. It has not. It's, it's like it's coming around. Get, yeah, it's coming around. Like an uptick, but it's still just kind of like well, yeah. you know, people are still, I think, testing the waters and they're getting more confident with it, which is which is fantastic, and at least reaching out um, yeah. for quotes. But I think when it comes down to making that you know deposit and final final decision they're like well you know maybe we'll wait and see what happens it's not so much so the theme parks are the ones that i haven't seen come back around so much as as i have 
the other destinations, the all-inclusives, the mountain getaways, those kind of things I've seen a lot more uh, requests for, uh, which I understand. I mean, you if you're going to have to stay by yourself and stay away from people, why, don't, why wouldn't you just stay in an all-inclusive or rent yeah. a cabin in the mountains or something like that and spend a weekend or a week? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Drivable destinations still seem to be pretty pretty hot right now. So yeah, yeah. Um, but yep. Hopefully it can, it continues that upward, upward trend. Yeah. So we'll keep I our, keep our fingers crossed. Yes. So, all right. So I have for you, um, Brian, some rapid fire travel questions, which oh, I think Lord. when I was the first, the first oh, time I was Lord. on your podcast, I was so scared. <laughs> I think I even remember asking you, like, are you giving me the questions? No. <laughs> like I wanted the questions. So, but these are just super fun. Of course. And they're just, they're all based on travel. And I think the time to beat is like 37 seconds, no pressure Ooh. because I mean, I, mine was like, what, like a minute. And like, I just like overthought every <laughs> single question that was asked. And I, I'm sure it was like, probably like the highest. Um, no, not by far. <laughs> <laughs> so not, not um, by far. <laughs> but, uh, before we jump into your favorite travel destinations, um, I'm going to set my timer and I'm going to ask you uh, these rapid fire questions. So let me get okay. my, my timer going here. Okay. Are you ready? I'll start the time at the end of your first question. Gosh, I'm nervous. <laughs> All right. Bucket list vacation destination. Egypt. Do you prefer flying or driving? Flying. Mountains or beach? Mountains. Uh, best food or drink you have had while traveling? Kitchen sink. If you could travel with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Uh, Elvis. One place you have zero desire to visit? New York City. Best travel partner? Uh, my wife. How often do you travel? Uh, about four times a year. Domestic or international? Domestic. I never leave home without my cell phone 38 seconds sweet you close <laughs> so I, egypt yes. tell me about egypt i'm That's a huge cool. history person yeah yeah um, i will starve to death because i won't know what to eat <laughs> but i am really into uh, I'm, I'm really into history but i'm really into um biblical history and uh, early Egyptian history. Um, so it's just something that, you know, the whole Pharaoh, um, the mummification process, it's always intrigued me. And then the, the mystery behind a lot of, it, because we just don't have history for some of the things they've, they've erased a lot of it. So mm -hmm. we're all, we're always learning stuff and I will want to do the adventures by Disney Egyptian, uh, trip, but, um, we'll see. I also love yeah. to do Jerusalem as well. Like I think Jerusalem would be really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Um, you said mountains, right? Do you have yes. a favorite place in the mountains that you like to go? Um, typically we go to the Smoky Mountains uh, just because it's close, but I would love to go to the Rocky Mountains and maybe up to like Yellowstone National Park and things like that. But um, I'm, I like to hike. I get bored sitting on the beach, so I can go to the oh. beach, but I got to have stuff to do, but I just can't sit there. Yeah. In the, in the mountains, I feel like I can always do something. I can raft, I can hike. Um, I just feel like it's always different. Yeah. 
I, I was, um, we stopped in Yellowstone for the night when we were traveling cross country and it was fantastic. I mean, we just, it was one night we stayed in a cabin right outside of, um, old faithful. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, you obviously could go there and spend weeks. Mm-hmm. It's just so massive. And like you said, there's just, there's so much to do. Yeah. Um, so it is just absolutely gorgeous. I, you know, it was even Joseph was just like, you know, floored at just the beauty of it and the snow in June and just the wild animals just mm-hmm. in the, you know, pasture crossing the road. It was, yep. it was so cool. Yep. But now I, on the other hand, do not get bored sitting on a beach. I could <laughs> fall asleep and have my, you know, rum and Coke or whatever it is I'm drinking and then just, just lay there and not have a care in the world. <laughs> yeah. See, see, most girls can do that. And, yeah. I mean, and there's guys that can do it. I'm just not one of those. I can't yeah. shut my brain off long enough to just sit there and enjoy it. Right. That's okay. So, and I completely made up the New York city when I actually wouldn't oh. mind going to New York city as long, as long as I can go to uh, all the museums, maybe a Broadway play. That's just the first one that came to mind because I don't want to deal with the taxi. I don't want to drive there. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that whole thing just yeah, I don't know, crowds. It's and over. Stuff yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah. New York City's it's it's awesome. I've been a couple of times and yeah, the the Broadway shows, hopefully those get up and running again at some point in the next probably year or so. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna guess. But um yeah, it is it's something to see for sure. But it it is to get there and just the the busyness of it and mm craziness regardless of whether it's three in the afternoon or three in the morning it's just like there's people like yeah I know I'm eventually probably gonna have to make it up there because of the museums but then also if I I want to go to Cooperstown Mm. and so I know I'm gonna have to fly to probably JFK I don't know maybe maybe um one of the smaller ones but I don't know yeah not looking forward to it (laughs) (laughs) um let's see did you say best, what, what did you say for best food or drink you had while traveling? The kitchen sink. Oh, that's right. The kitchen sink. <laughs> Joseph is dying to do that. He wants to do that this summer because he thinks there's going to be 11 of us. I'm like, I don't even know if they're doing that these days with the pandemic or not, but. I think, I think they are. I think yeah. They are. I, uh, I, they've, they've closed the windows. So I don't know if you can get the, the to-go version. Right. Um, but yeah, it, honestly, any, I love the uh, 50s primetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are so many restaurants at Disney that I'm just like, yes, this is really good. Um, but then we're going to talk about the Smoky Mountains here in a little while. And yeah. there's really good food there too. So uh, awesome, awesome. that's what I enjoy when I go on vacation. I, I like to eat. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It's something to look forward to. Even if I'm laying on the beach all day, I love to know that I'm going to, you know, go out to dinner or even get takeout and bring it back and just have something to enjoy. And, you know, the, yep. yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm a, I'm definitely a food and drink kind of person, especially on vacation. <laughs> I have to, uh, I don't really fast, but I mean, I do like, you know, try to lose as much weight as possible before I go on vacation. So that oh way when gosh. I get back, I don't feel like I've gained a whole lot. Good for you. I can't fast. I can't fast. At all. I, I mean, like, so I don't, I don't really fast fast, <laughs> but I mean, I've done like a whole 30 once before. Um, I'm actually mm-hmm. doing Weight Watchers right now. And oh, I've good lost- for you. 16 pounds in about a month and a half. Nice. Congratulations. Thanks. Awesome. I'm, I, I'm going to Disney right after this. So I just know, I'm, I mean, we, we've got reservations at the uh, uh, Beaches and Cream, um, Trattoria, uh, Hollywood and Vine, um, 
California Grill, Liberty Tree, uh, Liberty Tree. Uh, let's, um, I don't know, we've got them everywhere. So that's awesome. We're probably not going to make all of them, but I'm probably <laughs> going to eat a lot more than I should. But you walk a lot, so I think you'll be okay. That's true. Yeah, that's true. You you'll get a lot more exercise. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, we we yeah, wait. That's awesome. Congratulations on that too. Thank you. That is no small feat too. <sighs> It was cutting out, cutting out all the melio. I was really helped. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, let's, let's chat about Disney before we roll into uh, a couple of other destinations uh, near you in Tennessee there. Um, So you're headed there this week. You just mentioned all of the fun places that you're going to (laughs) be. You're going to be eating. Um, And this is not your first time since the pandemic. You were, you were there just this past December. Um, So what are you looking forward to this trip? Anything well, in particular? I was really looking forward to uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure being open, but I don't think that's going to happen. So we may just, you know, stake out there and just hope that maybe we'll get one of the soft opening rides, uh-huh. but uh, we don't think that's going to happen. So really, I just kind of want to see, um, I just really, honestly, I just want to be there and there and hang out with the guys. We were supposed to do a 5k uh, we we're supposed to do the princess and okay. um, that right. went virtual. So we just decided we're still going. It's, we paid for it. We might as well just go. Um, but just kind of seeing, I've never done the festival of the arts. Um, yeah. I've always missed it by like a week or two with conference. So I kind of want to see that. Um, and then there's just some other things that you mentioned where you did the, um, uh, the drawings at animal kingdom. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to check that out. And just kind of see how the um, COVID procedures are still going. Um, yeah. I've been twice since the pandemic and both times I was extremely impressed. Um, I don't think they're going to lack on any of it, but we did see where they um, said that they expect to be maskless by 2022. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of want to see like, you know, if, if they've started transitioning towards not really getting rid of the mask, but any of the other little things that you and I know, cause we've been there, but right um, to the, to the just first time visit or something, they probably wouldn't know the difference, but we would. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like a research trip mainly. Right. That, yeah. That's great. And then yeah, nothing better than bringing back, you know, the most recent mm-hmm. uh, information for your, for your clients yeah. and festival of the arts, you will not be disappointed it's just, it's so much fun and, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good time for sure. We've always just missed it. Our conference has always been like yep. a week right after or something like that. So I've just never had a chance to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just popping up in my, my time hop this past week that conference was, cause conference was early this or last year. Yeah. So yeah. thank goodness it was, or it might not have happened, but <laughs> That's yeah, true. those are always, always, yeah. uh, I remember having the fear of, am I going to get, be, be able to get back home? Because they were talking about planes in Europe and stuff shutting down, mm, airports shutting mm-hmm. down. And I was like, are we going to be able to do this? Yeah. Right afterwards, it, it pretty much everything stopped. It sure did. Yeah. We got home just, just in time for sure. Hmm. So, so where are you staying on uh, your trip this time? Um, I'm doing a one night stay at Pop Century and then I'm joining the guys at Caribbean Beach. Nice. Um, have you stayed at Pop in Caribbean before? 
yes. Okay. Um, Caribbean has become, I love Port Orleans, both of them, the Riverside mm-hmm. and French Quarter, but we don't have that option right now. So Caribbean Beach is becoming my, my kind of go-to right now because of the Skyliner. Okay. Yeah. I've never stayed there before, actually. I like Pop. I've, I've stayed at Pop before, um, but never Caribbean Beach. But um, so it would be nice to check out with the, with the Skyliner for sure. Yeah. But I, I'm, I agree with you. I am a huge, um, I love Port Orleans Riverside. And then for conference last year, stayed at um, French Quarter. And I was like, I kind of fell in love with it. It was, it it's was fun. so small. It's it kind of small. cute. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. all the other ones you have your bus stops all over the place. You have to walk to the entrance of French Quarter to get to the bus stop, but it's the only one. And I mean, you're really mm-hmm. not on there with a lot of people because it's such a small resort. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I enjoyed it there for sure. So mm-hmm. no, uh, no word yet, I guess, on when those are reopening, but no, hopefully not yet. we'll not see yet. what happens. What happens. So, um, yeah, so I, I look forward. I'm sure you guys will do a, a full report of your your trip. Are you guys going to try and go live at all while you're down there? And Yeah, we'll probably go live a couple of times. Um, and then when we get back, we're actually going to have you interview us about our trip. So, I would love that. Yeah. So, good to know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we, uh, we, we just kind of want to let everybody know all the new happenings, if anything's mm-hmm. changed. Um, but it's always fun. It's always different. You learn something every time and you get to yeah. do, we, we pretty much do something new every time we're there. Yeah. Good. Very good. So did you end up, um, did you end up running your 5k already virtually? No, we were supposed to do it. And I think we're still going to try, but there's some rain in the forecast and it kind of got a little chilly, um, compared to what it was going to be, but we were going to wake up one morning when the park's I think it was Hollywood oh. Studios or Epcot didn't open till 10. I think we we're going to run it beforehand. Oh, so you guys are going to run it there. That's the plan. Oh, very cool. Are you, you can take your medals and wear them in the park. Did you get your medals already? Yes. Um, I'm pretty sure. You should, you should totally <laughs> take them and you guys yeah. can wear them in the park. And Yeah, we, uh, so I think it's three and a half laps around uh, the lagoon, the lake at Caribbean Beach. Okay. Is is a 5K. Um, so I think that's what our plan is. Very cool. That sounds fun. I like it. I'm I'm excited to hear about that. Yeah. That'll be that'll be uh we'll, we'll fun probably fun get down do there. there. We'll probably be too stuffed and just say, no, we're not doing it. <laughs> well, you could just like, you know, chalk up all of the miles that you yeah. that you walk, right? Yeah. Around the parks. Yeah. So that'll give you that'll give you well over a marathon probably almost every day. <laughs> I know I was, I was on pace. Like I was flying through my workouts and my running and everything. And then when they weren't virtual, I was like, I'm done. I quit. Uh, so I haven't ran in so long. So I, like, I don't know if I could do it. It's so hard. I, when I see people still signing up for like, you know, any race, like I'm like, Oh, it's just so hard to do it on your own at home. Yeah. You know, it's not the same as like training and getting super excited to yeah. run through, you know, magic kingdom or whatever, but yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so cool though. You guys will still do it there. Yeah. That's Fun. the plan. Nice. 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 All right. So let's, let's switch away from Disney and we'll save all the Disney chat for when, for when you guys get back, okay. but let's talk about Tennessee. So, um, drivable market right now is, is huge. There's still people out there who are leery of flying for, you know, good reason. Um, so, you know, Tennessee has a lot to offer 
it from many different locations. So can you kind of fill us sure. in on, you know, a couple of your favorite, favorite spots in, uh, in yeah. Tennessee there? Yeah. So the way Tennessee is laid out, it's a very long state and they split it into three sections. Um, that's why there's three stars on the flag. You have it East Tennessee, West Tennessee, and uh, Middle Tennessee. I'm in Middle Tennessee with Nashville. And then West Tennessee has Memphis. East Tennessee has Knoxville and the Smoky Mountains. Uh, Memphis, of course, has Graceland. Um, Memphis is just kind of cool with the uh, uh, Beale Street and things like that. Um, you're also very close to Mississippi and Tunica and some things like that. But West Tennessee has smoke, the Smoky Mountains, um, the Appalachian Mountains, and then Nashville is in Middle Tennessee, and everybody knows Nashville for country music. So it's also a very popular um, bachelorette destination. So we have a lot of people come here for their bachelorette parties um, every year right before the uh, wedding season. Um, we have the CMA Fest here, um, the Predators, of course, the Titans, uh, and then just country music in general. I mean, there's so many bars and restaurants and venues to come and watch a concert or um, the bars have local acts, you know, doing cover bands and things like that. Uh, it's a really unique city. There's always something to do no matter what time of year. Um, we also have uh, the Gaylord Opryland Resort, uh, which has sound waves, which is a, you know an indoor water park attached to the resort. Um, that's pretty cool. You can go and you know catch a show at the Ryman and then stay, stay there and you get your country music fix. Uh, uh, there's just something for everybody in Nashville. Nice. I, I'm a huge country music fan. Um, but I've never been to Nashville and I had a lot of friends oh. talk about, Oh, we're going to Nashville. We're going to, you know, I'm like, that's, it's just a place that in my mind, I never thought of going, you know, yeah. um, for whatever reason, but, um, yeah, it's kind of like, sounds like it's almost like the place to be like a, a great, like option for people who are looking for, uh, you know, maybe something a little bit different. Yeah, it's funny because I, I guess living here, I don't really think too much about it because it's just what I know. Like, it's just here. It's just part of my daily life. Mm -hmm. um, but then if you go down and you walk Broadway, you walk Second Avenue, um, you walk a lot of these historic streets and stuff, you run into um, these old bars. I mean, we've got a Margaritaville, we've got a, a Hard Rock Cafe, um, but then you've got country singers that own restaurants down here as well. Um, there's an Old Red's. Um, there's a Florida, Georgia line house. I guess it's called the uh, FGL house. Um, there's all your historic honky tonk bars that have had singers come up. Um, you know, that's where they first got their, their first break was at those bars. And then they just kind of came up through country music. Um, but I mean, you can also be walking down the street and you can run into Reese Witherspoon, um, Keith Urban, um, Carrie, uh, Carrie Underwood. Uh, I mean, there's just celebrities everywhere in Nashville wow. and awesome. they're just, they're just walking down the street and nobody really like even <laughs> thinks twice because we're just so used to seeing them. Wow. That's so, so fun. I, yeah. it might be an option for my sister. So we were supposed to go to Vegas, um, last spring break for her 40th birthday. And then of course everything happened and got canceled. Mm -hmm. And so we've been kind of chatting about where should we go? You know, what should we do? Um, Cause we're going to try to go someplace this year. Um, but that might be like an option I might mention to her for sure. Cause it sounds like it would be kind of like fun to just go and have a, you know, a nice sounds more maybe adult like 
it is yeah it it is um but i mean like so i like a lot of it because the history side um you can go like what it's burned down now but i i i was fortunate enough to see Johnny Cash's house in Hendersonville, which is not too far. Um, (laughs) One of Dolly Parton's homes, um, there was a house for sale a couple of streets down from it. So I got to kind of see that one time. Um, Kelly Clarkson had a mansion for sale not too long ago and it was uh, like $7.8 million. And I was like, I'd really want to, you know, just call somebody and say, please be my client. I, you don't have to buy it. Just go, <laughs> go with me to look at it. But they, yes. <laughs> they requested funds for it for you to be able to go look at it. So oh, I was like, wow. that's, that's oh, not going to work. Um, but then, uh, I mean, there's just so many places you got the, the Roy Acuff house. Um, John, like I said, Johnny Cash, there's uh, pictures on one of the recording studios uh, where Elvis was in there recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've got all your bars as well. And it's very popular to bar hop in Nashville. Mm-hmm. You can even get on a uh, bicycle, a tandem bicycle. It's not tandem. You get like a seats 10. You can uh, paddle your way, th- uh, pedal your way through Nashville and drink oh, while you do it. Perfect. So that sounds good. It's pretty cool. <laughs> that sounds fun. I, I, I definitely need to, I will definitely be bringing that up with my sister and everyone that was going to go because it sounds like it might be be an it'd be a great option and it would be drivable for us obviously i will um, tell you it's um one of uh amy's our, our agency owner's favorite destinations local awesome. destinations so yeah yep. i we try to get have, her to have a conference here. i was gonna just say yeah i think <laughs> you mentioned that before that would be a great like yeah. we could maybe we should try to talk to her about that like we could have like a charleston and nashville like it could be yeah. like mini like mini destinations, like mini yep. conferences. We could. Instead we of like one all converging just on Disney, we could be like, you know, two we, or we three little could. like long weekend conferences. Yeah. So. And then there's a lot of other smaller places a little out from Nashville, about 20 minutes or so that um, are really cool little hidden gems that people yeah. like to visit. So I hit one of them. I've been in Nashville for over 30 years and I hit one of them for the first time the other night for Valentine's Day. Oh, fun. So what did you cool. do? What, what, uh, what was it? It's called Loveless Cafe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it honestly, we, we, we came back from Memphis. Uh, we went to Ikea in Memphis and we came back and we were looking for somewhere new to go eat. So we, we found this place. It's in call, uh, a town called Bellevue. And uh, we pull up to it and it's a motel mm-hmm. that has the old like 80s neon sign that you would see on like a Criminal Minds episode or something like that. Um and it's, you know, Loveless Motel Cafe. And they've converted all the rooms into a restaurant and offices and like okay. a um, general store and things like that. You can get married out there. And so they're famous for their little biscuits that they have and their jams and stuff like that. So we went in and um, I mean, it's kind of like your meat and three type restaurant. Um, very good food. Nice. So, yeah. So I got to check that off the bucket list, even though I should have done that a long time ago. <laughs> well, that's, that's what's nice when you live close to someplace such as Nashville, like you can yeah. always just, you're trying something, something new Yes. and not yeah. getting stuck in a rut. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. So how about outside of Nashville? What are some other, um, like, let's talk like Smoky Mountains. What would you, uh, what are your thoughts on we, we typically go to the Smoky Mountains about once a year. Um, we Most of the time, it's usually about the spring. 
a lot of people love going in the fall because that's when the leaves are changing colors and you're driving through there and you, it's in the mountains, of course. So um, it's very picturesque and the bears are about to hibernate. So you could see a lot of black bear wandering around. Um, it's um, we, we kind of joke around and say it's like the hillbilly Panama City because everything that they have in Panama City, they have there. It's go-kart tracks, putt-putt golf. Um, Dollywood is there, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you got like a, uh, two main strips in Gatlinburg and one in Pigeon Forge that you can go up and down, just drive or you can walk. Um, they have a lot of car shows there, like your classic cars. Um, I mean, there's always a festival going on. It's just a really neat atmosphere, just kind of tucked away in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I was, um, I, I've been to Pigeon Forge, but I was a little girl. I remember going. And the, the biggest thing I remember is back when we would travel, it was just my sister and I and my parents. The, the biggest thing for us was getting to stay at a hotel that had a pool with a slide. Like that was our requirement. It had to have one of those like (laughs) stupid, just blue slides, you know, like old school, like 80 slide, like that was like the highlight of our vacation. So to say, I, and I don't even honestly remember, I was probably in elementary school. I don't really remember Pigeon Forge at all. Other than I remember being there and we had a a motel that had a pool with a slide. (laughs) So I guess I need to go back and up my game a little bit when it comes to uh, Pigeon Forge and Smoky Mountains. (laughs) It's changed a lot. It really, like, even just from, um, I guess it's been probably about 30 years too, since I've been going there. Um, Dolly Parton or Ripley's owns just about everything. Okay. So, and, and Dolly Parton is, I mean, she's like the president around here. Um, if she says something, it usually happens. Um, and it's usually a good thing too. Um, so she's got a a resort there called the dream more resort. Mm, Looks beautiful. It is. And then she has, uh, she owns Dollywood as well, which is kind of your small town local uh, amusement park. They have a water park attached to it. Um, they have a lot of family friendly coasters, but then they have a lot of, um, you know, thrill rides as well. Um, then they have some really good food and restaurant options. They have a funnel cake that is covered in drizzled chocolate and uh, chopped up Reese pieces. Oh my. Yes. Uh, and peanut butter. They, they drizzle peanut butter on it as well. And yeah. I just, it's, it's amazing. Um, Must go to Dollywood. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then outside of that, she does still have a, a lot of other things that you can do. Um, there's a place called the Island. Uh, it has a Margaritaville, but then it has a big Ferris wheel on top of it as well. Um, Lots of little like local shopping. Um, I mean, there's things to do where you can uh, make candles. Um, there's laser tag, mini golf, go-karts. You can indoor skydive there. Um, you can go and hike in the mountains for hours or day, you know, right. all day long, take, take your food. Um, so I don't something know, it's, for everybody. It really sure. is. My, my kids absolutely love it. Um, I like going just for the food because it's just, you know, yeah. it's your, your, good southern home cooked food um but then they also have really good pizza places um they have an aquarium there that ripley's owns they have the ripley's guinness book of world records museum uh i mean there's just there really is just something for everybody yeah very cool very cool and dolly parton she like has not aged does she just not look the same as she did like 20 years ago like every uh, time i see her i'm like she's still like super teeny tiny and like yeah. she just looks like 
Yes, yes. And I, I don't, I mean, her and Captain America have, must have the same, like, you know, formula, but she, she doesn't age. No, not at all. Not at all. And so she's still you, singing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a go-to place that you stay? Do you usually stay in a cabin or a hotel or you just mix it up? Um, there's a couple, we mix it up every now and then depends on if my family goes with us. Um, sometimes we'll get a cabin in the woods. It's a place mm -hmm. called hidden mountain. Um, we are fortunate enough with years to be able to book at a couple of different places. Um, and then there's one place that I absolutely love that we don't have access to book, but it's, um, it's a little resort. But if we, if there's like two of us going, it's, you know, um, not two of us, it's, it's like my mom and then my kids, we will go to this place because they go up to a three bedroom resort and it's okay. right off the river, um, real close to Dollywood. Um, and then we can walk to a lot of our favorite restaurants as well. Awesome. I definitely need to check it out. Yeah. Well, what, um, so you said obviously fall is a huge time because of all the leaves. Mm -hmm. Um, and then spring, like, what would the average temperature be like, like late March, early April, like in, in that area? Um, usually probably about your seventies. Um, oh, wow. okay. it gets, it gets cooler at night, of course, but, sure. um, especially up there in the mountains, it gets a little windy. Um, so there's a breeze going, but typically March, April, probably jeans and short sleeve shirt. Mm -hmm. So decent mm -hmm. for a spring break. Yeah. The, yep. the goods. And, and Dollywood, it would be, are they kind of open? Like, are do you know, or they typically open, I think late March, early April for weekends only. Okay. And then usually right around Memorial day, they start opening for, uh, during the, for the full week. Nice. So fun. So I got to yeah. add Nashville and I need smoky mountains. So I need yeah. to, uh, I need to get to Tennessee. Well, if you're driving, you can just drive through the smoky Mountains, stay a couple of days and then just drive on through Nashville yeah. Um, there you go. That works. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to, uh, add that to my, my <laughs> bucket list for sure. So, yeah. Yep. But, um, awesome. Any other, any other Tennessee tips before we talk some, uh, travel advisor benefits? Um, no, I mean, there's, like I said, there's a lot of other smaller places that are really cool. Chattanooga, um, is a big one. You've got lookout mountain, which if you're at the top of it, you can see seven oh, different States. Okay. Heard um, of that. They have a cool um, aquarium there. Um, they have Ruby Falls, which is a waterfall that is inside of a cave that you got to take an elevator down to go see. Um, let's see. Jack Daniels, the distillery is here in Lynchburg, uh, which is funny because you're not allowed. They don't sell alcohol in that state, but they make it or that county, but they make it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little weird, but it's kind of cool. Um and then there's a lot of history in Tennessee with the Civil War. Uh, we have a couple of presidents that were born here and have have estates. Um, Elvis, of course, in Graceland. Uh, I mean, there's there's it's just so diverse. It's it's really great. And then if you come and stay in Nashville, or live in Nashville, you're you're really less than a day's drive from all your favorite destinations. You can get to the Panhandle in eight hours. You can get to the East Coast in about ten. Um, Let's see, Louisville is about three and a half. Uh, St. Louis is about four. Um, I mean, you can get up to Cincinnati or, you know, for, or, or Chicago in less than eight, I believe. Um, I, I mean, it's just a perfect location to get to some of your favorite, favorite vacation spots. Right. Yeah. And a nice place to stop if you're on your way too, from yeah. lots of those destinations, if you're headed yep. to, to Florida or, um, 
or uh, other places. So yeah, yeah. I actually have yeah, a simple. couple ears agents that say they stop in my hometown every year. And yeah. I was like, why am I just now finding this out guys? And they're like, <laughs> nobody knows where Murfreesboro is. We didn't think that's where you lived. And I was like, that's a, yeah, that's exactly where I am. So, uh, so that's yeah, funny. it's, it's, it's kind of neat because it is, it's on the way to Orlando or if you're driving to um, from the East coast and, and going out to like Texas or somewhere like that, then um, you got to drive through Nashville also. So mm-hmm. it's a very popular place. Awesome. It was very the number cool. three in job market growth prior to COVID. So okay. my county Growing is actually, area. yeah, I think my county was number 15 in the, in the, the country in, in uh, housing development. So well, there, that works for you then too, with the <laughs> <It's>, whole, <laughs> yeah, it, it does. Uh, but it also <laughs> means that there's just more people here and it's just more crowded. So yeah. Yeah. T- yeah the same here, there's just, it's just building housing, housing, yeah. housing, and just like, oh my gosh, where are we putting everybody? Everybody's yeah. on top of everybody. <laughs> Yes, that, that is the case here. Yeah. Like that that one lane bridge I love to drive across every now and again going to my sister's is not going to be there much longer. Because <laughs> <laughs> we actually, away. yeah, we actually were, um, there's a stat out there that said my county was uh, the worst drivers in the state. And I don't think it's so much that we're bad drivers. I think there's just too many people on the road. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's the one thing that's been nice about the pandemic, like traffic around here is ridiculous, but um, that's that's the trophy we want. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right, guys. So whether you're looking to travel to Tennessee or other drivable destinations, I would love to assist and help you find the perfect accommodations for your next trip. Um, And speaking of next trip, um, Brian, I thought we should just chat because we're obviously both travel advisors. Um, I personally think that now more than ever, it's important to use a travel advisor. What are your, yes. your thoughts yes. on that? Um, I perfectly agree with you uh, because there, there's so much information coming at me as an agent that if I was just a regular consumer or client and didn't have all that information, I'd be lost. Yeah. I would book a trip and get there and be like, what do you mean? I don't have to, I have to have a face mask or I have to have a COVID test before I return home or whatever the situation is. Like there's so much information that's coming out there. And then there's a lot of false information that's out there as well. So it's, it's just nice being able to have the answers we do and being able to provide that. Cause again, I'd be lost without it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. And I, you know, our agency is very good about, you know, keeping us up to date on policies and, you know, requirements, whether it's domestic or international. Um, and then the other thing too, is we're able to advocate for our clients, right? If something, something happens, you know, we have a, a strong relationship with our different suppliers, whether that's Disney yeah. or universal or other resorts that, you know, we can book um, just having that rapport, um, you know, kind of comes in handy when you have yes. somebody on your side, for sure. You know, Costco's not going to call uh, sandals for you or <laughs> uh, the universal and, you know, be on your side. So, yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, a, a client or a consumer can go and do that, but who wants to take the time to do that? True. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then, you know, if the resorts are very helpful. Um, but if you go beyond that, uh, travel insurance is a huge thing right now, as well as it, I mean, it should be, it should be pandemic or not. Um, 
but the travel insurance company that we use, they are so on top of it. They're so helpful and they're always willing to reach out and say, yeah, this is how you fix a situation. Or um, if you're worried about this, this is the plan for you. Um, just little things like that. So our vendors are very, very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and speaking of insurance, the one thing that people need to remember, um, whether they, they purchase it through ourselves or if they're even they're traveling on their own is to make sure you have that insurance because it covers you during your vacation. Like no mm-hmm. one wants to think that something's going to happen during their trip. Right. You think yeah. it's just like, once they get there, everything's, you know, going to be easy breezy, but you know, God forbid you get sick or, you know, mm-hmm. something happens that insurance covers you, not just because of weather or delay before your trip or on your way home, but it covers you yeah. during. So something yeah. to keep in mind for sure. There's a, there's a lot of people that like to say, oh, I'll book it, you know, a couple of weeks and that couple of weeks goes by and then they're like yeah. three months into their planning and they haven't booked it yet. And then their, um, you know, pre-existing conditions are no longer covered. So, uh, when, you know, we want to make sure we get them booked as quick as possible. So that way those are taken care of just in case. Yeah. Yep. And then, you know, we also price watch, right? So, mm-hmm. um, another, a promotion comes out, we can find, um, you know, what's going to be your best option. What's going to be your best, you know, you could get a better deal if you upgrade. Um, so working alongside of, of an agent and making sure that, uh, they're getting you the, the best deal possible for sure. Yeah. And when we say price watch, it's not just the promo came out today. Oh, you know, you're out of luck. All the rooms are booked or whatever. We, you don't qualify. I mean, I don't know about you, but I price watch almost every single day until I get them that price that they're looking for. Um, so if I've got to go in for two weeks straight, because they, somebody may book something under a promo and then not put a deposit down three days later, the deposit is still not put down. Disney releases that reservation yeah. that opens up a booking and it could be something that your clients are looking for. So yeah, I mean, we're price watching the entire process until you check in just, just to make sure that you're getting the best vacation that you possibly can. Exactly. And us doing that for you obviously saves clients the time and the stress of having to check for a certain room or resort each Mm -hmm. day or check for for pricing. So, And and if this pandemic has taught me one thing is I am willing to pay for convenience at this point. Yes. Like I don't want to sit on the phone. I don't want to be sitting in front of an internet. I've got other things I got to do. I got kids virtual learning, Um, whatever the situation is just let somebody else take care of it for me. Yeah. Great point. Right. Everyone, most people have kids at home, you know, they're working from home. There's so much going on. That's the last thing that you kind of want to have on your plate is planning a vacation when that should be Mm -hmm. something that's enjoyable. So, yep. So awesome. Well, Brian, I appreciate you joining me this evening. I enjoyed it. Great being on the other side for sure. (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, I mean, I love talking travel. I love talking real estate too, but it's always fun just to talk travel with another agent. And, um, you know, we don't get to see each other as often as we want. You and I talk quite a bit, but as as a group of agents, you know, anytime we get together, we always have a good time. And it's just unfortunate we don't get to do it enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to get to do it this week. So I'm so looking forward to uh, your posts and and chatting with you guys um, after you get back for sure. But um, I hope you get to run your 5k there. And uh, if you don't, then you don't, but it'd be, it'd be cool to hear about and enjoy all your, your food and 
<laughs> don't don't count weight watcher points. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I, I've got a reservation at Beaches and Cream. I've, I'm going to have Alan time lapse me trying to take that thing down by myself. So I'm, for you. I'm looking forward to it. But um, you know, we wish you were there. But yes, I know. Well, I I thought about it there for a brief second when you guys mentioned it, and then last last month worked out better for my my schedule with teaching. Well, and then you've got to go to Pigeon Forge. I know there's some other people yes. who want to go to, to Dollywood. So maybe we'll make that one happen later on this year. Yeah, we totally should. Let's let's plan that for sure. We'll get a group together and uh, and check out the, the Smokies. So, yep. Yep. but um, but uh, be sure to check out Brian. Um, I will post links to all of his uh, social media sites for real estate and also for uh, the Gears podcast, which is which is awesome. And definitely take a listen to that. And um, thank you. Looking forward to uh, hearing your your report from uh, your your trip this week. So yeah, well, I'm looking but, forward to having you back on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback on your favorite place to travel. If you're a small business owner who would like to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out. Until next time, always remember: traveling leaves you speechless, then turns you into a storyteller. I like. Bye, that. Brian. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. You got it.